Lisa, I believe it's been cloudy for like seven days in a row now. <laughs> um, I think Friday. Wait, Saturday. It was still Saturday, cloudy. there was some blue sky. Some blue sky. Yeah, but not much. So we had a month and a half or two of no rain. Oh yeah, yeah. And now we've had more rain than we know what to do with. Yeah. But that's sort of like the seasons of life, right? Sometimes it doesn't seem. Sometimes there's a lot of dryness. Yeah, and desolation, and yeah. then other times we're just being either flooded or flood, flooded with grace or flooded with life, depending on how yeah, you know, yeah, with things going on. It just True. depends on what it is. Yeah, good point. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and, and layperson, layperson Lisa, Lisa show. show. Welcome back, everybody. We are on to Psalm 42. And Lisa, that is yours. Yes. For the leader, a masculine of the Korahites. As the deep longs for streams of water. Deer. <laughs> as the deer as the deer longs for streams of water. So my soul longs for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, the living God. When can I enter and see the face of God? My tears have been my bread day and night. As they ask me every day, where is your God? Those times I recall, as I pour out my soul, when I would cross over to the shrine of the Mighty One, to the house of God, amid loud cries of thanksgiving, with the multitude-keeping festival. Why are you downcast, my soul? Why do you groan within me? Wait for God, for I shall again praise him, my Savior and my God. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I remember you from the land of the Jordan and Hermon, from Mount Mazar, deep calls to deepen the roar of your torrents, and all your waves and breaks, breakers sweep over me. By day may the Lord send his mercy, and by night may his righteousness be with me. I will pray to the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, why do you forget, why do you forget me? Why must I go about mourning with the enemy oppressing me? It shatters my bones when my adversaries reproach me. When they say to me every day, where is your God? Why are you downcast, my soul? Why do you groan within me? Wait for God, for I shall again praise him, my Savior and my God. Sounds like a song we sing. Um, right. Yeah, what is it? I can't think of the melody, but it's like I, I will praise him, my Savior and my God. Very much sounds like a song. Oh. So there's two things that jump out at me here, Lisa. The first is the one about the soul longing for God. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, or thirsting for God, right? And Mother Teresa writes about, uh, from Jesus's perspective, about mm -hmm. how he thirsts for us, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Do we live our lives, do y'all who are listening, actually thirst for the living God? Mm. Or are we thirsting for things of the world. Right. Right. And we're trying to consume everything instead of, of, of being filled with the things that are of God, his word, his people, uh, his Eucharist. Right. Mm -hmm. Because uh, you notice this, right. Consume. So we consume things of the world. Right. We actually become consumed by them. Right. Right. They become like this addiction or this habit that's never filling. Whereas when we fill ourselves with uh, these different ways that we encounter Jesus, right? We're actually being filled. Yes. They don't consume. The Lord does not consume right. at all. And then 
the the other thing is is <clears throat> where it says in, in chapter in verse eleven it says, "Where is your God?" Mm-hmm. I think often um, people might ask the question, "Where is my God?" Right? Mm-hmm. Or when people who are not of a Christian faith or have some doubt in God see you having a rough time, might yeah. look at you and go, well, well, where's your God? Yeah. Why is he letting that happen? Right. Right. Any thoughts from the great layperson Lisa on Well, uh, the part that struck me was as I pour out my soul, it was like the song Pour Me Out. Of course. <laughs> shocker. Yeah. Shocker upon shockers. But um, yeah, because I think that's what we're called to do. Like allow God to fill us with his grace and his love and his mercy and then let it overflow from us unto others. Right, so instead of saying, uh, where is my God, right? We continue to give God thanks and praise, as mm-hmm. we've said. Yeah. Ask for him to continue to fill us. Yes. And then it, it empties out even into those areas that are difficult in our life, right? Do you do you know the lyrics to that song? Yes. Go ahead. Pour me out. Not that part. Oh, uh, oh, make, make <clears throat> me a vessel of your love. Right. Um, but I don't remember all the... some. Um, then... Peace. Hope, Hope and love. Yes, yes. But so, I just don't remember the little portions of it. I yeah, just, it says, where there is war and fighting, bring peace. Or let fighting cease. Yeah, let fighting all, cease. All that surrounds us, come reconcile us. us. Make, Make me, me a vessel of your peace. peace. Pour me out. <laughs> Pour me out. Pour me out. Wherever I am, wherever I go. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's it's right. It uses hope, peace. Yeah, and love. And love, right? Yeah. And these are all... Um, Fruits. So like when I was praying with a woman this morning, okay, I just said, okay, come Lord Jesus, give me your peace. Mm-hmm. You know, come Lord Jesus, mm-hmm. give me your comfort, right? So yeah. these, these fruits of God's love, Yeah. we have to call upon them, yeah. especially in times of trial, uh, and or temptation, right? Come, Lord Jesus, give me your self-control. Yes, yes. Right? Yes. Because... Um, it's not ours. Exactly. <laughs> it's not, it doesn't come from us. Our ability to overcome <laughs> temptation and or sin has nothing to do with our <laughs> exactly. own ability. Yeah. Even even peace and all of these other things. Yeah. And I know we've talked about this a hundred times, Lisa, but it's like fundamental. This idea that anything that we try to do on our own as sourced by ourselves is, dare I say, doomed yeah. to not work out well. Right. But if we open our hearts to God, right, and the Spirit of God becomes one with who we are, mm-hmm. and the Spirit of the God is the one that's working, then it's going to be a different outcome. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Yes. What other thoughts on this one? Um, well, I don't know if it's in the psalm, but this just kind of um, struck me was that, um, you know, an encounter, they say that... Um, we just have to consistently be open to God's love mm-hmm. because that's how um, Jesus was, how we're able to do all the works that Jesus has done. So what is the definition of love? Willing the good of the other for the sake of the other. So we have to be willing. So if you said we have to be willing to let God love us, we have to be willing to let God do for us what's best for us. Yes. But it pours out onto others. So that's how like gifts of healing and um, how God works through us to um, help other people. That's all because of God's love. Exactly. Us being open to it and allowing it to flow out. So we have to like, um, in order to allow God to use us to will the good of other people through us, we have to be 
able to love those people too. Yes. Yeah. And that was another thing that they, um, uh, Father Matthias talked about was like before he goes and like, uh, um, presides over mass, he'll be like, Lord, help me to love, um, all the parishioners here before he does like a healing service. Help me to love all those who are seeking your healing. Like we just have to consistently pray for, um, God to help us to love all those who are around us. Right. And I think it's, um, Another way to intentionally do that too um, is to offer as your intention for mass, maybe the people that you struggle with the most yeah. in your life. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And to offer them as your intention. I tell you what, it, it, it can really turn things around. Mm-hmm. Right. If you mm-hmm. could, number one, even the courage to, to be able to do that comes from God. Yeah. Right. But if you start doing those kinds of things from the depth of your heart, it mm-hmm. will change who you are. Because mm-hmm. ultimately all of this is not about, um, changing other people, which it does that, but it changes us. us. Yeah. Think about it when you say yes to the love of God mm-hmm. and yes to the person he wants to give it to through you. Mm-hmm. So you've got like the love of God flowing through you mm-hmm. out onto this person. Mm-hmm. What does that do to you? It sanctifies you. Ah, uh, yeah. It makes you holy. Yeah. Right? Because this is all like a receiving and then a selfless Act. Right. So I think it also helps um, help us increase in humility as well, because I think it's just so humble when God uses us to um, touch another person. I think it's humble, but I also think it's empowering. Yeah. Well, right. yeah, but empowering in the sense that, you know, it's not you. Right. It's empower- right. That, that Jesus is using you. Exactly. And, but and, the... and it's magnifying. Yeah. It's yeah. just like off the charts, crazy, better more efficacious than anything I could ever do on my own. Yeah, right. That's kind of what I'm, yeah. same thing. Like I got gotcha, you, I got gotcha, you, yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. As always, another great episode, Lisa. I said that with all of humility, of course. Yes, of course. I'm Deacon Dan. I'm like personally, Lisa. See you next time. Bye. Bali, Bali. Bali, Bali.